pandemonium reigns. Well, that sucked. This is Pandemonium Reigns. I'm Dan. He's Mike. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. Thank us for letting. Thank you for letting us tickle your ears. Uh, feels like it's been a minute since we've gotten to get together. Um, but here's how it goes. Tennessee goes up to Columbia, Missouri, and gets bent over. Basically, uh, the best way and nicest way I know to put it. A lot of people want to blame Joe. I am oh. not one of them. I think that is hilarious. It was um, laughable. Yeah, and I really want to start the whole thing off with that uh, is laughable and the fact of um, 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 let's just run Nico from here on out. The season's over. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Tell me you've never played this game without telling me you've never played this game. I I mean, one chance, one more chance to put on pads again. I, I, I would, I would pay a lot of money to do that. Anyway, thoughts? Uh, not on Joe. Not his best game. Not on Joe, though. Uh, here's what. Here's what. Basically, where I'm at. You had better. You better be bringing in some Nikos in terms of how they rank at at the time of his signing and what we think of him right now at the linebacker and defensive back positions mm. because it ain't working with the guys we've got. <clears throat> Keenan Pilly's loss, huge at this point. And, you know, it's we actually – I don't think you and I have talked about that in a minute. And he's easy to forget about because we saw him for like 12 minutes as a ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think his, the loss of him has been huge in Tennessee's losses, and he would have you know contributed plenty in the wins. But look, man, Herring – Ain't, ain't it right now? Beasley, not the same guy that we've – you know, it's unfortunate, I think, for Aaron Beasley that he he went off against Clemson. And, you know, Clemson at that time was in a lot better of a thought plate where you thought about them a lot better than you do right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went off in that game. He was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw a great effort from him last year in moments like South Carolina when there was no great effort mm-hmm. on the defense elsewhere. <clears throat> not been a great senior year for him, I'm going to say. Uh, losing Kamal Haddon has sucked. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think you beat Alabama if he played four healthy quarters because he went out in that game. I don't think you beat Missouri because you couldn't you couldn't give up less than eight yards and six yards on first down. Mm-hmm. You couldn't stop the running back on the ground or through the air. Um, sorry, sorry performance, man. Offense included for sure. Uh, but and, and look, it's it's weird that I you know that I don't have more rage towards the offense when they put up seven points, but it was really dumb mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, like two really costly fumbles. And I think it was a pretty perfect hit on Jalen Wright when he got when he got hit and fumbled yeah. going into half. Yeah. And I don't know who to blame on the on the Dylan Sampson-Joe Milton exchange. I think that's why you don't run a play-action fake on every pass play is my, is my take right now, you know. Uh, Joe, looking at one play in three years of Heupel being, a, being the volunteer head coach, and it's the first time we've ran into that. Yeah, uh, we ran into that during the Pruitt or the or the Butch era with a young back. I can't remember who it was. 2016 at South Carolina, Josh Dobbs, Carlin Filzame. I just now got your reference that you text me in this moment because I, you know, that's so far gone from my memory at this point. You, look, you need to start getting some Nikos, four and five stars at the linebacker and the the defensive back positions. And I need to stop seeing the veterans out there if this is what I'm going to get out of them. 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think there's some difficulty in pinpointing the problem or who the issue was just because of the way that the whole thing unfolded. I mean, you had three snaps in the first quarter. Like <laughs> you, you make it, you make a defensive play, right? They drive, you make a defensive play, you turn around and go three and out. And that that's probably the most costly three and out in hindsight. I think I've ever come across because they're allowed now to go full field two clock. They're get they're getting yards and, in in chunks by like five and six yards a pop and they're just moving down the field uh so i think that has a lot to do with it uh reflective of the seven points and and the just the offensive woes you never really got a chance from the get to get anything going i mean look at uconn uh second play from scrimmage you know we house it uh kentucky first drive i don't remember 52 yard touchdown somewhere in there um now you're going to argue and say, well, that's the same thing, right? Like there wasn't many plays. Well, you're a lot more momentum, a lot more like energy, a lot more mojo. I mean, they're just moving. You make a pick. You flip the field. I think you advanced it across the 50, if I remember right. But you go three and out and you pin them deep and they drive the field. Boom. First quarter's over. Uh, yeah. So then on out. Then on out. So, uh, yeah, no, I think I think we oh. returned the pick to like the forty-five ish. Yeah, or or our our we were facing fourth and one or two at their forty-five, and we didn't go for it. I mean, yeah. tell me a time we've done that. I, I'm yeah. not I'm yeah. not saying anything other than that's different and that's unusual. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that's why he lost the game. I'm not saying. Look, I don't think it was the best game that he's. I, it's it's among the worst games I think we've called offensively, but. That's not why we lost the game. Everything See, still falls on the team effort. I don't know that I totally agree with that. I mean, some people are are saying that as well, and they're 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 partnering with that with you know Joe. I don't hate what we called. I just think it was poor execution everywhere. It was. Poor. Well, I think that's very fair. I, uh, I do think that that I think that's fair. I think I think it goes both ways to an extent. Like, like let me say this: like Joe's pick six. Okay. How many freaking slants did we run from that side? Like, yeah, we. First of all, that's that's not a huge part of our offense usually. I mean, we do it, um, yeah. but and then we turn around and we run that play t- ten times. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was there. Picked up, it, and it was there. It, it was, was there. there. That's that's fair. I mean, uh, football is is is. I mean, it's like let's not turn into rocket science. You take what they give you, and they kept providing that, so we kept taking. It. I have, I have no issue. Run it till they stop it. Fair, fair, yeah, that's fair. And you know what? The um, touchdown, the one touchdown that 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 um that Joe threw to Dante, he's taking a lot of heat for that, dude. He put it up where Dante could make a play. I, I what else do you want this guy to do? Listen, he's <laughs> yeah. he's he's not. Mm, I'm not going to say he's not good, but he's not bad. I mean, no, I mean that was. That his performance was good enough to win that game. As far yes. as everybody else goes, man, I don't know, and I'm not going to pin that whole thing on Jalen Wright either because I, 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 I'm with you. I just think it was the 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 helmet on the ball, man. That's it's just hard. He kind of got sandwiched. Dude. I mean, he kind of yeah, got yeah. sandwiched, and and it was either a shoulder pad or a helmet on the ball. Yeah, and that's the first fumble he's lost all year. Sure. I mean, it happens. That's part of the game. Yeah, I think I'm going to look at the defense as a whole and and point my finger and say. You as a unit, you just couldn't get off the field. You couldn't. They do couldn't it. get off the field. You couldn't do it. You uh, couldn't create pressure. You couldn't cover. It, it it felt a lot like South Carolina last year, where they just marched up and down on you, and you just let it happen. 
Yeah, uh, and really the only difference is that they it, – it, the difference really is the play calling to me. Now, you granted, you held Missouri to a lot less at half than you probably held South Carolina at half in that game last year. Mm-hmm. But if 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 Missouri's MO was running the ball, uh, throwing the ball with Spencer Rattler or you know somebody else, that's Brady's fine. Cook is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, if they were much more pass happy, it would probably look exactly like that. Minus the 35 or 38 that Tennessee scored in that game last year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. their but their thing is is getting the ball to Schrader and Burden and running it with Cook and then doing whatever else in between. You 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 nailed it. Uh they they copied and pasted Florida's short game, really the the play action stuff coming across the line of scrimmage or, you know, five yards deep. And then the ridiculous, just ridiculous yardage that they got consistently stretching the ball left and right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Running it to the short side of the field. I mean, I, I don't know. That's that was different. That was really different in in the worst way possible from the defensive the front seven. I think that's so. Now that you mentioned that, I think that's one of the more frustrating things for me because we were defending power and stretch zone, power and stretch zone, stretch zone and power. Uh, yeah. They'd pass it around them, uh, things would fail. Find Trader, and it wasn't even a Luther Burden deal. Like he had four yeah. catches and he had one one rush. I mean, he wasn't even really no. I'm not even going to say he was much of like a distraction. No, it I was, look, he had, he had a touchdown, but that was a that was a brilliant play. Like, sure, any, anybody, Weiss or any of those guys, Cooper could have scored on that play. Yeah, uh, Schrader could have scored on that play, and he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burden was not a problem. Uh, it was it was actually the 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 simplest of things, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it, the the weird sequence. Hang on, it's not even sequence events. It's the weird plays like here and there where like where you have an opportunity to get a safety and he sneaks <laughs> out of that stuff. Yeah. Uh you get him into uh see two third and long situations in my head, and you allow him to dance around and, and find an open body. I, yeah. The 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 lack of points before half, which are the fumble and then allowing them to turn around. Um and you allow oh. them to do that. You allow them to do that by putting the ball on the ground. I mean, which, that, which tells not, me you expect them to run the clock out. That's that was the expectation. I guess. And that's I guess I don't know, terrible. man. Terrible. I don't know, man. Terrible. I, I don't know, man. Uh, a lot of people are are out on banks. I don't know how I feel about that either because I, I have a hard time saying that we got out coached. I have a hard time saying this. Outplayed, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, it sometimes it's hard to tell. You know, if efforts being given or not. I think yeah. that was clear as day. Oh, um, yeah. Just, just, but, but out coached, man. I, I mean, there's only so much that Tim Banks can do. Like, hey, I mean, things we're dialing stuff up, and you're just not doing it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. <sighs> I think I'm frustrated because nine and three was right there on the table, which was a, a meeting of expectation, right? And it came from a Mizzou who came out of freaking nowhere on this year. Uh, an Eli Drinkwitz who we thought, I remember talking about this going into the season. Like, is the dude going to last, right? Is he going to have his yeah. job come into the year? Yeah. Like, well, he outlasted Jimbo and he's out, he's outlasted <laughs> Will Arnett in year one. Yeah. So, I, I think that's what frustrates me. Um, I think what frustrates me also is just the piss poor effort. Um, I have zero issues with Joe. I have zero issues with calling or, or play calls, schematics. I don't care what you call. 
you don't you don't you don't try that that's irrelevant yeah um and and it's to me it's we just have we've got to adapt when a game is going that way i think and I, and again it's been a weird year because you know we've had we we've had so few examples of games or, or even halves or quarters where everything's clicked mm-hmm. running and passing yeah uh, i'd probably say kentucky is probably your best thing you can point to where joe was pretty dang good yeah uh play calls were pretty good obviously run game was great um you, you gotta have a, a change up or a curveball i feel like that you can throw up in those throw out in those moments um offensive line concerns for me are only growing stronger i mean 2024 is looking ominous uh at this yeah. point with with what we're gonna have at the offensive line uh, and it sucks because you know I, t- I text you about this. You know Tennessee gets the last laugh, at least on the every year of the South Carolina series, and you give that to Missouri. You give them yeah. great satisfaction and a twenty nine point beatdown. Yeah, no, yeah, twenty nine points. Uh, and what really gets me too is I feel like Missouri just kind of heated up to this point of the year. Uh, they mm-hmm. got you know they did beat Kansas State. Credit to them for that. But I mean it's been. The opponents outside of the SEC and, and even their SEC slate until Georgia and us back to back, not great. Mm-hmm. And and now they're going to turn around and yeah, they're going to lose Schrader, but they're going to bring back Burden and they're going to bring back Cook. Uh, why can't they go get in the portal the guys that they got this year in Weiss and Mookie Cooper, whoever you know? Dude, they're going to be a hot team in the portal. They're going to be a hot team, and and their schedule next year is Arkansas, Auburn, Oklahoma, and Vanderbilt at home, Alabama, mm. Mississippi State, mm. South Carolina, and Texas A&M on the road. Mm. I mean, there's one surefire loss in that as of right now, uh, being Alabama, that I would say because it's at Alabama. Um, but it just it, it ticks me off that you give them the last laugh in the, again, every year series. It's been back and forth, two back and forth, since they joined the conference to begin with. Uh, the series is now tied. You're, it is tied. Uh, it's been streaky, is what I'll say. You know, gotcha. It's not been. Yeah, well, I was just uh, giving you credit years. for saying how it's gone back and forth. Like, well, you nailed that because it's tied. Yeah, yeah. It's just been it's been a series of streaks. They they started off with a few uh, before Tennessee ever beat them, and can't, they just can't. Tennessee just can't like you know permanently put a team like this below them or beneath them. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I, that that's another frustrating point. Like advance, man. Advance is a program. But I, yeah, that's actually uh, in, in hindsight a huge thing for. I mean, all of the big things notwithstanding, in the South Carolina game last year, keep them below you. You are better. Yeah, and, and yes, yeah. I think you're. I think you're. I, you know, I, I think you're better than Missouri. You're certainly better than twenty nine point beatdown at Missouri. If you're not better than that team, I mean, roster wise, you're better. Yeah. So what was that? Exactly. I think exactly. That's, and I think I think that's the frustration that's causing so much of our fan base to act out in, oh, it's Joe, oh, it's Hypel, oh, it's ba- um. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll say this, man. Credit to them. Credit to yeah, them. Major um, credit to them. I will say credit to me also because I said there's now a formula out against us, uh, and it's and it's not rocket science. Put long drives together. Don't turn it over. Don't give our offense a chance to get going. Um, the best way to not allow our offensive scores to keep them on the sideline. And dude, they just kept putting drives together. Uh, and I'll say this for also for sure. That is definitely without a doubt the second best team in the East. This year there is no doubt, no doubt, uh, no questioning it. Uh wouldn't mind seeing that that 
Missouri-Georgia game this year at Missouri. Um, who knows? Yeah. Might have been able to play them tougher. I don't know. You just don't know what you're going to get out of Georgia sometimes to start games, and it can make things tricky. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they are no doubt right now the second best team in, in the league. Uh, you know, another thing in the league or the to, division. Sorry, the division. Yeah, okay. that's my bad. Uh, another credit to them is you don't usually see coaches that struggle to hand over the play calling actually turn around and make it. Now, you know, they're eight and two at this point. Yeah. So you know they've got Florida left. They've got Arkansas left. They're going ten and two games. They they should absolutely go ten and two. That's wonderful. Uh, that's one year, though. That's like one really strong year from Drinkwitz. So it's not, you know, over. It's not like he's going to go start winning the SEC year in, year out. But you don't usually see coaches that struggle to hand over the play calling duties uh, succeed on uh, as far as a lot of examples that I can think of. So credit him on that, man. Yeah. Was it, what is it? Kirby Moore? Is it, is it Kellen Moore's younger brother? Is that what it is? Sure. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Maybe and that's, that's another thing that freaking bothers me about this loss is like, who, where did they come from? It's, uh, you know <laughs> what? This is going to suck to say, but they're, they're the 2023 20, Tennessee from last year. I mean, yeah. Playing yep. with their hair on fire, scoring at will. I mean, good for them. And they, that, you know what? they had a better performance in Athens than we did. So credit, credit to them. Uh, Tennessee ain't losing to Georgia by nine, so credit to them on both on both fronts. Credit to them, um, man. Where was I going to go with that? Um, wow, that's terrible podcasting. <laughs> terrible podcasting. Aging uh, is real. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. All that said, credit to Mizzou. I mean, they're now eleven and a half point favorites. Um, over Florida, um, the people who are the Tennessee fans who are saying, you know, we still got a chance to be nine and three to beat Georgia. You've you're lost. <laughs> this team is not beating Georgia. Oh, you have man. lost your mind. Yeah, uh, and Georgia even, does this thing. I don't even want to preview the game. Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I don't even want to preview the game. Y'all, yeah, this, cool, y'all, hopefully, don't preview the game. I mean, hit like if you don't want us to. <laughs> there we go. Um, there's, I just. Anyway, I'm not going to go down the what-if road. Just frustrating, man. Really, really uh, disappointing. Really frustrating. Um, Let's talk about Banks, Heupel. That's where I wanted to go. That's where I wanted to go. I asked you a question over the weekend. Are we to the place where the conference has figured Heupel out? Because Missouri just did this thing where they kind of sat high. They sat safeties high. Uh, and they were not going. They weren't going to allow for a deep shot, uh, and they were going to be quick to uh, to come down. Um, I'm worried that Missouri has put a formula out there to really stop this offense. No matter if it's Joe, Nico, Hendon, where are you at on the hypo offense continuing to find success in this conference? Well, um, and I'm not outright how can i say this because i appreciate i appreciate what we've gotten from joe down the stretch um you know say let's say i don't know i don't know just down the stretch i appreciate what we've gotten from joe i just think there's more consistency even if it's like you know he's had games where he's had so few incompletions but he's he's chosen like the hardest route to have success 
I just think there's a better path, uh, and I'm hoping it. I mean, I'm hoping it's Nico. I'm really hopeful for the guy. I'm not to the point where I'm going to say that the conference has figured us out. I mean, look, I do think the formula is out there, but it's still like, yeah, Florida did it some. Alabama, I just I don't even know what happened in the second half because you had that lead and then you didn't. Uh, you know, even in games where we haven't been able to pass the ball, we've ran for two, two thirty, two fifty, you name it. I'm not to the point where I'm going to say the conference has figured it out because of the huge drop off with personnel and and really three guys, Hendon, uh, Hyatt, and Tillman. You know, you just I, I think we we undervalued them, which is crazy because of what they did. But I think mm-hmm. we undervalued them in the long scope of things. I'm not giving the staff or the team, certainly the team, because uh, I'm with you on the getting outplayed more than outcoached front. But I think we undervalued those guys. Um, we undervalued Darnell Wright for sure, uh, Jerome Carvin. I don't, I don't think I can say that we've been figured out until we see that form, whether it's the formula, whether it's a perfectly awful storm in, in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Until I see that play out with some consistency, I just I don't think I'm going to say that we've been figured out. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. We've talked. Uh, I'm going to set you up for another question. Tell you about one of our sponsors. I'll give you some time to think about this. So we've talked a, l- a little bit about you know how Dobbs covered the a multitude of sins for Butch. So is it possible, or what are your thoughts on Hendon covering a multitude of sins for Highpool? And give me your thoughts on Tim Banks while you meditate on that. Let me go ahead and tell you about uh, our sponsors. I want to tell you about Lauren Foster, uh, proud sponsor of the Pandemonium Reigns podcast. Been going strong in the real estate business since 2018. That's five years if you're doing math. Servicing the entire state of Georgia, but focusing on North Georgia, the Lake Lanier area, Forsyth Hall, and Dawson County. She's a member of the KWC Million Dollar Club. Uh, that means she's got over a million dollars in sales, which means that she's really good at what she does, which means she's really good at getting you into your dream home. So make sure if you're in the market uh, in the North Georgia area, maybe she'll go up to the Ringgold listeners. Who knows? More than a pretty face. Just telling you. Lauren Foster one at KW.com. That's Lauren Foster one at KW.com. Shoot her an email. Let her know that the boys at Pandemonium Reigns sent you. Talk to me. Hidden Hooker. All right. if, if, if you ask me, is Hidden Hooker dobsing the the Jones offense, right? You know, last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like 85-15, no. 85% no, he's not. 15, maybe he is. Okay. Uh because now if, if you ask me, and if you ask me specific to 2022, did Jalen Hyatt do that? I might go 70-30 or 75-25. Uh, because nobody expected him to do what he did. Let's just, you know, we know this. The, nobody sure. expected him to be the Bolitnikoff winner. Um, but my a few issues for me with with was he that, uh, Hendon, that is. He he wasn't the starter. And look, Dobbs had seasons where he wasn't the starter and then he finished as the starter. But that's, Milton, that's, that's cause for my concern, that he did not okay. win the job, right? That they did not catch that, right? Okay. Cause, that's, well, that's cause for my concern. It's on the flip side for me, um, and and I, I, I kind of I believe that that Dobbs was a gamer. You know, I believe that he got outperformed in practice, like we were told for so long. Uh, I could see Hendon being outperformed in practice while it was new, while everything was new in spring practice, fall camp, early season. I could see Hendon being outperformed in practice. Didn't he beat Joe to, there? Wasn't he there before Joe? He was, but I mean, uh, you know, 
when did they both when did it click for both of them? You know, and that's maybe a question that goes into this year for Joe. You know, when did it click? When when did he start playing maybe his best form of football? But has it clicked? I think it has. I, I do think it has. He's he's had moments where he's he's been pretty good and moments where he's not. But well, that 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 one's gonna be in in question for me, but just because he's been able to produce and do some things well doesn't mean he's he's got the offense going at all eight cylinders. That's that's fair. That is absolutely fair. But yeah, I mean, for still still me for Hendon, it's mostly a no, a pretty strong no. Um, you know, I, I almost said because look at what Hendon was in the other offense at VT, but there's nothing you can look at on the at the same there's time not for Dobbs. There. There's not enough there. Um, and also, let me say this: you know, Hendon was is obviously has done things that Joe still hasn't done, and and Joe in my eyes could never do, but. The offense to me is still not as bad as as what it was at times, you know, schematic wise, play call wise, you name it. During the, gosh, Bajakian, uh, DeBoard, those offenses mm-hmm. at times. I mean, it was literally Dobbs kind of doing what he did on Sunday for the Vikings, just pulling one out of the hat at times, saving it that way, and not just saving it by okay, here's what the numbers say to do, hucking it, it's there. You know, those are pretty brilliant designs mm-hmm. at times that we've got now. And I can't name many plays for for the Butch era where we just designed a perfect play and nailed it for for six or something, you know? I think my argument is Hendon was capable – two things come to my mind that Hendon was capable of doing that Joe is not. One, Hendon was just a gamer, okay? Great presence, uh, great feel for the game, situational awareness, okay? So just a flat-out gamer, all right? More than a quarterback. Two, he could throw you open. Joe doesn't throw you open. No. Joe takes what's there. Yeah, uh, he does. And I think some of that. So um, one touchdown comes to mind against Bama last year. Uh, I think it was his fourth touchdown to Hyatt. Uh, he puts the ball a hair inside, um, pushing it away from the defender, allowing it uh, to hit Hyatt in a different stride. I imagine that ball – uh, if you guys can imagine which one I'm talking about, would probably have been outside shoulder. I think Hendon intentionally throws that inside. Um, so just stuff like that. Joe, Joe's not doing that. Uh, and Joe's not going to do that. No. I think, I think we know what we got with Joe at this point. And that's what concerns me about Georgia because you got to yeah. have a gamer to beat somebody like Georgia. And don't be surprised when he comes out at, and this thing is over and he's 14 for 30. Right. Um, But anyway, um, I'm not going to say that Hooker, you know, covered all this, has covered all the sins for Hypel and things are now starting to come out. But I do think that Hooker, how can I word this? Um, Pushed Hypel's ceiling, if that makes sense. That's very, very fair, especially again, when you pair him with what Hyatt gave you in 2022, because, you know, again, nobody expected that. Before and after Tillman's injury, it was where's Tillman? I'm throwing it to Tillman. Yeah, uh, that was the, that was the thing. Now again, I don't know if that's a uh, if that was a Hendon issue or if that was like a hey he's our guy. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Uh, and it's it's just so evident that that we don't have either one of those guys, Hyde or Tillman, right now. I think another thing. I'll get to Banks in just a second. Okay, but staying on the offense for just a moment. The end of the season needs to get here. I don't, you know, look, Vanderbilt, who cares? Beat Georgia, I'm elated. It's not happening. 
Vanderbilt, I don't care. Uh, bowl game, it's probably going to suck after Saturday. Um, what I mean is, you gotta, you do have to find some adaptations, and I don't know if this is all one hundred percent exclusively Hopple. If this is like ninety ten Hopple Halsley, I don't know what it is. You've got to find some adaptations for just the same thing, throwing it at the wall. Does it stick? If not, we're going to hand it off and hope the run game carries us to a win. Is kind of the way I feel right now. And okay. I don't think those things happen in season. Is is why I say the season. You know, just get it over with. Yeah, and that's probably a question I should have proposed. You know, what's Halsey's involvement in this? I mean, I just put a hillbilly, I just put a hillbilly twist on his name. Um, I mean, I mean maybe, uh, but I mean, we've complained a lot about offensive play calling. At the end of the day, that's on Heupel because it's coming through his ears, and he's got a, he's yeah. got the option to say no, 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 we're not doing that, or and and that's what concerns me with Heupel because this was Butch's downfall, you know, hiring the buddies, hiring you know from within, not necessarily the best option, um, which you know, uh, double edged sword, I guess, you know, thankful that Heupel wants to do that and that he wants to be good to guys. I think that speaks to the type of person he is and and the culture that he wants to have, but. I don't know. I don't know. As far as Vanderbilt goes, you better win 70 to nothing. You better win 63 yeah. to nothing, something like that. You better do something to what uh, uh, similar to what you did last year. Uh, uh-huh. This is this is the last ride in Neyland for a ton of these guys. Yep. Uh, we are so senior heavy. So you, uh, I, I'm, I'm really interested in Tennessee Vanderbilt. Uh, I want to see some dominance, man. I want to, I want to, I want to see, you know, a flexing of muscles. And as far as the Georgia game goes, just don't roll over on us. Just don't, yeah. just don't do this thing that you did last week. Um, if you come out flat, I'm going to have more hypo questions. There you go. That's very fair. I'm going to have way more hypo questions. Like, are so what you're telling me is we now have an inability to pick ourselves up off the mat. Yep. So we're going to have to do something about that. But anyway, Absolutely. Um, frustrating, frustrating loss, frustrating loss. Nine and three again was on the table. Um, Mizzou separates us, moves us from nine and three to what is a certain eight and four, unless, and we've seen, we've seen this, we've seen this movie, 2016. We've seen this movie. You got, you got, you got something to play for, and you you wet the bed. And well, the listeners are going to go. Well, we're not playing for the Sugar Bowl. Well, you know what? You're you're playing for a better bowl. I mean, the Outback is on the table. Uh, the Belk is potentially on the table. Of course, a seven and five team can also grab that. Um, do something with yourself, man. I I can't. I I hate the. Well, let's just run Nico now. Let's just go with Nico because we're we're going to end up in a the the music crap bowl. I'm like for some of these guys, this is it. This is it. Um, and if if I'm playing at that level, that's probably it for me. And I'm going, man, I, give me a bowl, man. I don't care. Give me yeah, one more chance to do this with these guys. Uh, so I think it's a really uh, selfish thing to say from the from the fan base. Like, shut up. Like, like stop. Stop that mess. Um, and I'm not even necessarily pointing at you because you say stuff that you don't mean when you're mad. So, <laughs> uh, hey, let me also say, uh, still before I get to Tim Banks, I've I've never handled a loss so well, real time. Never. Yeah, you were. You did well. The, pod, the therapy of the podcast is working. Okay, uh, thank y'all for that. Thank y'all for that. Uh, but I've never handled a loss so well. And look, if if we get to a bowl game and it's if it's straight garbage, look, I want to win the bowl game. I ain't saying I'm gonna lose it, but 
split it 50-50, Joe and Nico or something, because you do, you know, reps have to be dedicated at some point. Yeah. I want Joe to, and, and, any, and any senior on this team to get all the reps they want, but at some point, Hopple has to say, this is the program, and we got to look out for the program. Yeah, for sure. So For sure. Uh, Tim Banks. I'm still mostly, and now this one's a whole lot closer. I was like, you know, 85-15 on Hendon covered up for Hopple. I'm like 55-45 on where I stand on Banks. I'm not certain. The defense took a lot of positive steps early in the season, man. And and it's almost like, because I think you can say this about the Kentucky game. It, it, now, we were be- much better against the run against Kentucky, but it's like we caught an absolute virus at halftime in, in Tuscaloosa. I mean, something mm-hmm. that we've not gotten out of our system to this point. Uh, UConn doesn't count because they're UConn. Um, you know what I mean? Yep. And, and Missouri was literally just a crap turd cherry on top of that pie. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's what that was. I've been done with Willie Martinez. I just I need to see some different things because, like you talked about with with Halsley being Hopple's buddy and someone that he's known for a long time, same deal for Martinez. He was with him at UCF. Um, I'm I'm close to that point. I'm not as done with Brian John Marie because I I mean at the end of the day, you're talking about Elijah Herring, you're talking about Caleb Perry, uh, and then freshman after Aaron Beasley. You know, personnel still has a long jump to make, but we've seen much better football out of this team. So I'm not going to go and, and give them a pass or anything like that. John Marie know? shouldn't be in this conversation because this is really the first time we've, 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 we've mentioned his name because outside, that's, outside of, outside of this last weekend, linebacker unit has been legit. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I just, I think it does have to take a, pause, a big step in 2024 for you to have a chance to, to do better than eight and four, nine and three. Yeah. Um, same again, same deal for, for the secondaries. And, and for the secondary in Martinez, because I'm just I'm just to this point. Uh, and then I think I think, you know, 2024, 2024 is a make it or break it year for Banks. I mean, it's hard to convince me that the defensive line, when they're on, the defense is pretty good. When they're not, they're, you know, we're toast. And, and that's the case in football. That's almost when, any defensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's that's that, football. That's period. the case in football. But, I mean – this is the first year that we've that we've gotten anywhere near this much from our defensive line, and it's I mean it's kind of vanished. But we've also taken some bits there. Let's again, I'm just state, trying to state the facts and and not give anyone too much of a pass. Uh, I, I just think 2024 is a huge year for Banks. I'm not going to fire him right now. Probably if I can if I can convince Willie Martinez to retire or you know see what my options might be there, I might do it. I, no, I'm, I'm doing it if it's me. Uh, but that's just that's just where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm I'm with you on Martini, Mart, Mart, Martinez as well. However, I'm not as far as you, and I think you, well, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you. I think a large part of our fan base is so quickly out of Martinez because this is also his second stint here, first one being under Butch. Um, and you know what? There were times when Martinez's tenure under Butch didn't look like what we've seen under under Heupel. So yeah. You're gonna have to do something with that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm not out on Banks. Um, I'm disappointed. Obviously, I'm disappointed, but I don't know that Banks is one that you can point to. And I mean, because if I'm Tim Banks, I'm going. What do you want me to do? Yeah, we I can't tackle. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I. I mean, I mean, w- w- we got we got to him, but we didn't bring him down for a safety. We had the chance. We had a chance to flip the game. But we didn't do it. 
Um, so that's my fault. That's, I mean, that's my Tim Banks perspective. Like you're, I mean, listen, Hey, if you think you can do this better with that effort, be my guest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a Dabo uh, approach. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I completely agree with you. And the only other thing I want to say for this, for this loss for this week is I, I just think Hopple's not the next urban Meyer. I don't think he's the next Butch Jones. Look at, Oklahoma State this week. Look at Kansas this week. Look at Texas almost blowing that game to TCU. Look at – you name it, man. Look at look at James Franklin. The guy couldn't beat Michigan or Ohio State if his life depended on it. Yeah, I think he's somewhere I, – I still think he's above the middle because of what he's done at Tennessee so fast. It's time that, that we see some consistency on the road especially, uh, that we see the home field product tra- travel – to the road environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you know, I'm not trying to give the guy a major pass, but the roster does have big holes and it is now his job to fill them quickly. Yeah. yeah. He's listen, he's good. I'm happy to have him, but he's not a national champion head coach. He's he's nowhere near it right now. Nowhere near it right now. And I'm not confident he can do it. I'm not I'm confident not this moment he can do it. Uh, but I think 2024 will be very telling. On that 2024, as you said, it'll be very telling on banks. We're going to learn a lot more about this coaching staff come 2024, how well they can reload, how well they can prepare, you know, stuff like that, because we are very, very uh, senior heavy. So anyway, with that said, we're going to we're going to land this plane. We're going to knock it down in 60 seconds. want to say thank you to our sponsors, Lauren Foster. Make sure um, if you're looking, if you're out on the or if you're trying to sell, make sure you give her uh, uh, an email. Uh, Lauren Foster one at kw.com. Again, thank you so much for hitting like and subscribe. We continue to grow. We appreciate it. This is a hobby. The way that you can pay us is just by hitting like and subscribe and telling one person uh, about the Pandemonium Reigns podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> just one. Just one, baby. Uh, just tell one person. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, this loss sucked, but you make it better. We love you guys. God bless. Go balls. GDO. 